Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We've got Thursday night football on deck. Carolina Panthers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, FanDuel's got some props. Joe and I will dive into that. We've got our Fantasy Football Truster Bust and our DFS Blitz. Fantasy Sports Today, hour number two starts now. Fantasy Sports Today. And welcome back. This is hour number two of Fantasy Sports Today. In case you missed any of hour number one, you're listening to the show live on the TuneIn app or iHeartRadio or even our FNTSY app. Don't forget, you can also access this show on demand 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just download the iTunes app, which I'm sure you have already if you have uh, Apple or iOS, uh, Android, the Google Play Store, or better yet, there's some great apps also that play podcasts like Stitcher and Audioboom.com. You can listen to Joe and I, Monday through Thursday, on demand, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. As always, Sean Guastamacchia producing the show, and I'll be on his show, actually, later today at 4 o'clock Eastern on uh, on the At The Window program. All right, Joe, so, uh, you know, it's a kind of a fun thing. We did this last Thursday, and um, and we had some hits. We had some misses. I feel like it was more or less 50-50 on that uh, game last week because it just wasn't any scoring, so... A lot of the props went under almost every single one. So any of the ones we had under were winners and any of the ones we had over were losers. Let's dive back into this week. The total in the game, by the way, is 49 points between Carolina and Tampa. Just to put that out there, the line in terms of the spread is seven. It was six and a half most of the week. But if you are taking Carolina or Tampa, keep that in mind. The line is seven. Let's kind of consume ourselves here a little bit with the quarterbacks, and I'll start off with Cam Newton tonight. Joe, Cam Newton's total in terms of passing yards is set on FanDuel at 258.5. Would you go over or under this number? 50% of the time last year, he went over that number, and that's, I think, why that number is that. I feel like that's his average. If you kind of look <laughs> at last right. year's game. It sounds sounds right. about right. Sounds about right. And let's, now let's it's a matter of this point. <laughs> how do you? Well, that's what it is. And you, like you said yesterday, and you're very right. That's why they, that's why they have the big, uh, <laughs> the big hotels. Because people are, are wrong a lot more than they're right. But that's um, right. So, um, so what do you take I, a flyer on this one? I'm going to take you? a flyer on the over on this one because of where I think Tampa's defense is. And if I do believe that there's opportunities for Christian McCaffrey to be awesome. Then I think some of that's going to be through the passing game as well. So really this is more about my love of Christian McCaffrey than my love of Cam Newton. So I'm going to take the over on this one. How about you? Okay. Um, Man, both quarterbacks went under in a big way last week. Uh, I will, I will go uh, under this number. I'll, I'll, I'll go with the trend being my friend from last week and assuming that the same thing happens this week, but I'll, but it's a close number for me. I think both quarterbacks will go under, but that leads us to our next one. Jameis Winston's passing yards, Joe, 281 and a half. I feel like if uh, Tampa's blown out, this number is going way over. But if it's a close game, it goes under. Is that the correct assessment? Uh, it probably is, but uh, you also have to keep into account the potential turnovers, which would bring that number down. And the turnovers were there again, rearing their ugly head. I'm going to go the under on this one. I don't know if it's going to be a much, but I'm, I would take my shot with the under because I, I still am too concerned with the turnovers there for him. And that will that will stump that number also. OK, uh, Winston's passing touchdowns. The number is set at one and a half on FanDuel. 
Keep in mind, the over is heavily favored at minus 140, so that's risking $140 to win 100. But, Joe, it sure does seem possible that Winston could throw uh, more than a touchdown and a half, given that their running game has been struggling. Yeah, and it's probably an over. You're right. It's because of the running game. That's exactly why. Now, you know, that's that's the thing about football. You know, crazy things happen where, you know, it might look really good, and then they get within, you know, when they get in that red zone, then they hand the ball off, and that number goes wacky. But I think the over on this one is the way to go, and that's clearly where the money is as well. Yep. Uh, Winston's interceptions, you have to risk $260 to win 100 if you think he's going to throw a pick, which seems to be the obvious choice. But, Joe, if he doesn't and you bet $100, you double your money and you win 200 Any interest in taking a shot that Winston doesn't throw a pick tonight? Uh, no. no. <laughs> it seems very hard to believe that he would, it, right? very, Well, do you have any interest? I'm going to I'm a, mm, I'm a no. Not really. I, mm, I, I, I will no. say this. Uh, I do think that the the they're going to at least try to scale back some of the passing tonight for Tampa. I think that they're going to force this run game. I, I would think after watching the game film last week that they would say, whoa, like <laughs> maybe this guy isn't that good. Let's let's run a little bit more. But who knows? I mean, Arians has never done that before, but I think he's going to have to do it with this guy. So, uh, OK, uh, McCaffrey's rushing and receiving yards. Let's do those. Uh, 80 and a half tonight for McCaffrey's rushing yards. Joe, you going over or under that one? Uh, man, this is so hard. I'm going to go with the under on the rushing yards today. going to go with okay. the under on the rushing. I think it's more of a receiving game for him. So obviously, you know what the next answer is. Right. Yeah. I, you know what? I think I see it the same way. I think he went a little bit over because of volume last week. So I, I think he's in the 60s or 70s, which is fine. Hopefully he gets a touchdown from year two and needs some, a big game for him tonight. Uh, and then you have uh, over on the receiving yards. What do you what do you think? How many receiving yards do you think for him? I'm going to go over this. I'm going to go over the 60. Over 60? <laughs> yeah, have? I am. Okay. Yeah, I think this is the Christian McCaffrey show tonight. I really do. Okay. It was last week, too. It would be a great show. I mean, I think it's every week, really. I mean, at this point, that's <laughs> yeah, kind of he's, the, he's the best player in fantasy. Uh, okay, Chris Godwin receiving yards 64 and a half. He saved our day with a touchdown last week. Does he save our day with more receiving yards in this one? 64 and a half for him. Uh, I'm going to say the under on this one. I think he still gets a touchdown, but I think it's going to be a little under because if Mike Evans is back to being Mike Evans this week, I think that will screw with the total a little bit. I thought last week was a week where he would go over. You know, this kind of number with a lot by a lot just because Mike Evans on the field, but not 100 percent. That did not work out. Why? Because Jameson Winston kept turning the ball over. So I'm going to go under this week on Godwin. We'll see if I'm right or wrong. Yeah. Arians uh, pointed out in his press conference that of the three picks, he thought that one was definitely Winston's fault. One was definitely not Winston's fault. And one was like a 50 50. So uh, for just kind of sharing his thoughts on that, going back, he thought that one pick was not at all. Um, okay, uh, Mike Evans receptions tonight, Joe. Receptions. This is an interesting one here. Uh, the under is minus one sixty, so that you'd have to lay one hundred and sixty to uh, to win a hundred. But he, you know, that's the tall order given what he did last week, going over that five and a half. But I would think that that would be in the cards for him tonight. Is there value on the over five and a half here, or would you go under the five and a half? I'm going to go over the five and a half. I think that you have to get Mike Evans, the football. And whenever a team loses, they always look at it and go, well, okay, well, what, what didn't we do right? And who's our best players? And why are, why isn't the football in their hands? I feel like that's what you do when you go back in the film room. And there's not a lot of time. And even if they put the ball in his hands more last week, if he wasn't hundred percent, that he was going to be limited. If he is back to being Mike Evans, I think you're going to see another healthy diet of forcing the ball to him. And that is honestly the best route for this offense at this point. All right, last one. Let's uh, quickly wrap up this with Curtis Samuel. Three and a half receptions. I feel like we're right back down this road again with receivers on Carolina, but maybe not. I don't know. What do you think? Over under three and a half with Curtis Samuel tonight. I'm going to go under. I think it's the three. And if I think McCaffrey's going to eat, then Samuel's probably going to not do all that great. So I'm going to I'm going to go with the under on this one. All right. We'll take a quick time out here on Fantasy Sports Today. Plenty more to come, including a little fantasy football trust or bust. And we have the DFS splits coming your way as well. Joe and Craig will be back right after this. Take money. Take money. Take money. 
This is Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger. And now, my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400 and I've maintained my weight at 172, gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea. Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad, and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. Fantasy Sports Today. And I like football. And I'm going to keep doing them both because they make me feel good. Do you trust me? Trust. Do you trust me? Or bust. You are so busted. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish along with Joe Pizzapia. Full-time fantasy is coming your way in less than 45 minutes, 2 o'clock Eastern. Adam Ronis and Dr. Roto getting you up until 4 o'clock Eastern today. And we're going to talk uh, a little bit about maybe some of the other running back issues that are going out there. We got Truster Bust coming up. And Joe, uh, a quick update here on the show. You've gotten a response from one of the topics we talked about earlier in the show. In case you missed it, you can go back and listen on demand. But Joe was discussing a fantasy league that a trade was proposed and only accepted during a game when Tyreek Hill got hurt. So some sneaky owner jumped in on a guy who was foolish enough to keep a trade floating out there. He ended up with Antonio Brown, uh, the owner who uh, he, he ended up losing Tyreek Hill. He gets Tyreek Hill who's injured. Joe, was what, what happened in this league? Is there an update here? On the last episode of As This League Turns. <laughs> right. Well, you, you made a statement, which is you were guessing that this guy, if there was money involved, did not pay up. Yes. Already. So that would also make him a POS owner, right? That would make him a terrible owner uh, again. Yes, not to be paid up before the league starts, before draft day, at least, right? 
already uh, not the kind of guy uh, you want to play with. Course, uh, it's a hundred dollar buy-in for the league, and he, and he didn't pay, right? And he was not one of the people who paid. Him. I so told you, you I mean, was it there was it this difficult to understand? So who would like not, their league on oh, fire with, without like paying? What happens is it's supporting my idea, my concept of this guy's bad news. It's like you've seen a Bronx yeah, Tale, but, right? But but, but this you know is, the movie Bronx Tale. You know whose fault this is? This whole thing is is the commissioner's fault, and that's who that's who's at fault for this whole thing. Why? Because well, he should have collected the money. Well, that's, that's true. You always collect the money or that's it. But again, it, there becomes, pr- like you said, it's pressure. And you say, oh, no, I'll get it to you or all, whatever. I get paid. No, no, sorry. This is the, this is, this is all sorry. on the commissioner. Nope. He right. should look in the mirror. It is his fault. None, <laughs> of, none of this. I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. Black Book subscriber. But none why of wouldn't this, this happen? Why wouldn't this happen? If none of paid? this happens if, oh, come on. The guy's going to pay $100 and then just and just crap it away. In in a week, no way. Oh, you like, mean you mean lighting the league on fire? Yes, that yeah. part of it. Yes, but I thought he you meant the stupid trade part. Now no, he knows he's never going to pay, and so let me just get rid of all my guys. And by the way, if I was the commissioner of this league, obviously, Joe, there's no argument. Do not try to fight me here. All of those other deals are reversed. A hundred percent. No, a hundred percent. They are. Come and on. He did that. All of those bad deals got reversed. Okay. That that okay. happened immediately, no matter what. Okay. All those got you know, shut down. That's so exactly that was step right. number and the one. commissioner probably. Okay. I'm, is there more to this? Well, there, there is. Well, here, okay. the commissioner booted him from the league, right? They found so, a replacement owner for the exactly. hundred bucks. And now okay. the team's like, okay, well I got Tyree kill out for a couple weeks or whatever. And they gave him a priority on the waiver wire, which I think good. was a, a good, good move. Good. And see, this is all working out. And again, if you're playing on a site like fan where you cannot physically access the draft until you have paid your league dues, it takes all of this out of it. And I, and it's, and it's hilarious to me because this is one of the biggest issues people have. Everybody wants to play. And then there's one person who has to be the responsible person, say, I'm the commish. I'm going to take the money. I'm going to be that person. And it causes bad blood between people because people are jerks. People are lazy. People don't want to pay up. And I, I kind of, I think this is the best thing that can happen because you rooted out an evil in this league with this person. It goes back to that very important lesson in Bronx tale. When the, when the kid is chasing, uh, that guy who owes him twenty dollars, and uh, he pulls the the mob boss pulls him aside and goes, "What are you doing? Why are you chasing that guy?" He said, "He owes me twenty dollars." Well, okay. Well, do you like him? He said, "No, I can't stand that guy. He's annoying." All right. Mm-hmm. Well, for twenty dollars, you got off cheap. He's out of your life right. for the rest of your yeah. life, and this is it. You just weeded out the evil, so it was the right call to let the trade stand because what happened is you realized this guy didn't pay. He didn't pay attention, and he complained about something that was his fault. Three strikes, you're out anyway. Done. You're over, period. It's amazing to me that at this stage in people's lives that are professionals, that are, let's just say, 30 years old or over, <laughs> that you cannot fork <laughs> over $100 for a fantasy league. Then don't like, agree to it. You know what just, I'm saying? I, I just at this stage, I can't even fathom going through trying to. Especially especially nowadays. Like, like It was one thing 10 years ago where everybody had to write a check or give you cash. Right. Yeah, now no, it's, it's I PayPal really you. Easy. I Venmo you. I, you know. Yeah. You know, like I, I, I do. I, 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 I commissioner. Let's see. Do I commissioner just one league? I'm trying to think. Yes. OK. So I, I, <laughs> I better I, know. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm, I believe so. I commissioner one league. In an NL only league, we're going on like our 18th year, 19th year, something like that. Wow! And and everybody knows the rules. It's basically you pay to draft. If if you do not pay before the draft, you're out. I will. I, I being in the industry now for as long as I've been in it, I can easily go on Twitter and say, Hey, does anybody oh, want to sure. join a league? Me in a too. Second? Yeah. It used to not be that way, and now it is. So everyone knows. I set a deadline. If you don't pay, you're out. And you know what? Ten years, no no problems. What do you think of this? This is in the black. This is straight out of the black book every year. I say the commissioner, your job is to be a benevolent dictator. You should be understanding. You should be normal. If someone says, hey, I know it's, you know, like if like in my league, in my in a baseball league, right? You know, you always have that stupid Patriots Day game that happens, mm-hmm. you know, in Boston where yeah. people forget it's at 11 o'clock. At 11, and if, yep. right, and if somebody says, oh, line of slot, could you, would you mind fixing this? No, of course not. I don't. I know you're at work. I know you got three kids. Of course, I'm going to go in there before games are really started when we're in the second inning and I'm going to do that. That's good commissioning. Bad commissioning is, uh, oh, it's Wednesday and I just realized somebody's still in my lineup that shouldn't be. No, no, no. That's on. That's no. That's on you, bro. That's not on me. You're a benevolent dictator. It's not a democracy. It's a benevolent dictatorship where you take everybody into account. But at the end of the day, you do what's best for the league. And it sucks, right. especially if you win, because then nobody likes when the commissioner wins. No one likes right. that. Yeah, I, I just I'm just about collecting money early. I don't care about anything. else. And, <laughs> I'm just and, about getting that. And cash. That's it. And like I've had I've had issues where guys have cut the wrong guy and I'm just like, sorry, lose. Like, I just I don't get involved. I don't get involved in the trades. 
but I won't ever be in a league where the people haven't paid up front. And even leagues that I'll join now, if there's money involved, I'll be like, look, is everybody paying before? Because if this is a collection type deal and I win, I'm not having it. And, oh, and, that's, yeah. and, I don't, and I don't even play in any free leagues anymore either because I know that this kind of crap happens. In these, uh, in these host leagues that I played over with uh, Satellite Radio, half the league, they don't even care. It was no, like they, they, call, they call this an expert league and a host league when no one's even making lineup moves. Well, they don't. And it's because of the same thing when we're in a, an industry right now where people are invested. And, and I got to say, for me, that's part of it, too. You know, if you get stuck in these expert leagues and you don't like the format or whatever it is, but you get asked to do it, you do it. And then the problem is, if there's no prize in it, there's no incentive right. in it. It that's doesn't right. have your attention like other leagues. And that's nobody's fault, because do you really care about the prestige of winning xyz expert league or do you care about that thousand bucks that's in your pocket that's actually going to impact your life uh, i mean there's the, the tout wars is one that i would like to win i just have not uh but beyond that not really i don't know uh i'd rather have the money but yeah in tout wars it would be nice for me to beat one of these guys one of these years but it hasn't happened for me i'm in year um uh, i think this is my third year that i'm not going to win but i've gotten better every year i guess like i guess that's 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 I got solid. stuck in the worst league ever and that I in tout this year because I had to change my schedule. So I hated it. It was this awful head to head format that they created that yeah, looks nothing like head to head points. And I told yeah, them I we went for yeah. two weeks about it, two weeks back and forth. This is look, I handed them. I'm the points league guru. I'm the guy. People come to me for points league. This is, you know, this is my jam. And they just refuse to listen to me. And the league is a complete disaster because because yeah. Max Scherzer scores as many points as you know, like the the backup first baseman on the <laughs> on the on the you know on yeah. the Mets. It's great. My uh, my NL league is is two hundred and fifty. My uh, dynasty uh, salary cap league in football uh, is five hundred with five hundred a year in advance. So if somebody drops out, they lose the five hundred. Um, the league that I'm playing in, uh, it's like a DFS league each week where you, you change each week and you just play uh, daily. That's 500 also. See, I would and, like to play in more leagues like that. I the love the is 100 because we just wanted to try right. something like I was a little scared to put more money into something that I didn't know about. So th- those are so I have, uh, you know, uh, well, baseball doesn't count right because it's over. But you know, I think in football, I have 1100. It sounds like committed this year to, to those leagues. That feels about right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, and people, like I said, it's, it's, if you want people's attentions, put something else on there too. It's just, it's hard. And then it's hard too, because like, if you play all your leagues on X site or Y site and the expert league is on this one site, you never play on. It's not in your sphere as much. You're not on that site as much. Or if that site is difficult to maneuver around, it, yeah, it, it kind of kills your experience. Yeah, it takes getting used to for sure. Okay, coming up next, it's time for a little fantasy football. Trust or bust. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at Craig Mish. You can follow Joe Pizapia on Twitter at Joe Pizapia 17 uh, We got trust or bust. And, uh, and as promised, I know we've been talking about this. We've just been kind of running over on some time. We will get to the injury to Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals and see what some possibilities would be for him. Fantasy Sports Today rolls on in just two minutes. Don't go away. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com for free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit up to $500. And here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, place your first bet, and DraftKings is going to match it. 50% bonus up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users. Plus, new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That is sportsgrid.com slash DK. This is also only in New Jersey, and you have to be 21 years or older. And in addition to that, if you have a gambling problem, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. It is time for some fantasy football trust or bust here on the show as we will dive into some players that people have to make decisions on predominantly for this week, depending on the format that you're in, 12-team, 15-team league, maybe even a super flex league. Uh, Let's start off, Joe, with James Conner, running back of the Pittsburgh Steelers, who put up a dud more or less, last week against the New England Patriots. Game script completely fell out of favor for him. He's struggling with a little bit of a sickness this week, but clearly Connor was as valuable as any running back maybe in the history of fantasy off that waiver wire last year. The question is, can he repeat that performance, and does it get started this week against Seattle? Uh, I'm going to say trust. You have no choice but to trust him because of where you had to take him this year. So if you're a Connor believer you have to have him and you have to have him in your lineup. There's no other way. And you have to trust that he's going to be good. And I do believe the Steelers will bounce back. Now, if the Steelers don't bounce back this week, then you can start the the chirping and then you can start the worry. And then you can hit all the panic buttons that are in front of you. And you'll be right. You'll be right to panic with them. Now, I got to tell you, like I had Connor last year and Scott Fishbowl. I drafted him just on the off chance. So Le'Veon Bell didn't play because it's such a deep league. It's like, you know, 20 something rounds or whatever. You just have to take people and you start taking dart throws. So I was like, hey, I'm going to take a dart throw on Connor. And it worked out this year. I, I didn't take him anywhere because I'm still just a little worried about that ADP and how good he was going to be. So I don't own Connor. I'm going to just be a, a neutral person here. But I think neutrally speaking, yeah, he bounces back. The Steelers bounce back and you have to trust him because you have no choice. All right, let's move on to the Patriots and Dolphins. Sony Michelle of the New England Patriots. We know that New England is a big favorite. And then the obvious thing to do, which is smack in front of your face, is just to say that New England wins, they win big, and they run a lot. But, Joe, this is the NFL, and it doesn't always work like that. So let's dive into Sony Michelle, fantasy football trust or bust for this week. You know, it's it's trust because uh, I think the Steelers did a good job. One thing they did well was actually take care of Sony Michelle, but – if you do think the the uh, the pass are going to have a lead here, and I do, then you're probably going to think, okay, they're going to hand the ball off a lot to Sony Michelle and kind of grind things out in the fourth quarter. My only concern is, and you should pay close attention to this, whether or not Damian Harris is active in this game. Because if he is, I think there's a better chance that he's the guy that's doing the mop up at the end too. They keep Burkhead and Sony Michelle fresh because Bill Belichick does not care about your fantasy team. All he cares about is. Uh, we're on to week three. We're on to whatever the team we're playing next. And I think that's the issue here. So keep a close eye on that. Yeah, you got to trust him. Yeah, he's still an RB2 this week in theory. You hope he gets a touchdown even before this happens, if this should be the case. 
But there's a really good scenario where that becomes the issue. And if Damian Harris is that guy running the football in the fourth quarter and not Sony Michelle, right. you're going to miss out on a ton of garbage yards. So I'm going to say trust, but you know, you might want to you know, do a good deed, maybe, uh, you know, mow some neighbor's lawn or something like that and just get some good, uh, some good mojo for yourself before Sunday. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully for Sony Michelle, if it does get out of hand, some people are predicting that, but if it does get out of hand, hopefully it's in his hands in the goal line um, in the first quarter or the second quarter. Just get yourself your 10 points and get out of there. Uh, okay, uh, our, our third player for fantasy football, Trust or Bust, we've done this, uh, we've talked about this player a number of times. It was a, a little bit of a okay, I would say, flexi performance last week for Duke Johnson of the Houston Texans. Would you start him this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars, Joe, are you back in or are you or were you in? I don't even know on Duke Johnson uh, this week against Jacksonville. As a flex play, absolutely. I trust it. Uh, he had nine carries for 57 and four catches for 33. He didn't have a score, but that's OK. It's not going to score every week. But I think that's a very useful and a full PPR. That's a useful day as a flex. As an RB2, uh, that I don't trust as much unless my RB1 is somebody like Kamara. And I was like, okay, maybe I'm in a bad spot. Maybe I was a guy's owner and I have Duke Johnson and, you know, this is what it is. Then, okay, like you have no choice. I definitely trust it as a flex. I think he'll still be this part of the offense. I think that's the kind of line you're going to see from him on a weekly basis. And I think you're going to see the occasional touchdown, you know, sprinkled in there. But as an RB2, I trust it less. But as a flex, I trust it 100%. All right, we've got a quarterback change in Jacksonville going up against Houston. Gardner Minshew who looked pretty good against Kansas City, kept them at least at bay, kept them in the game. It was just that Jacksonville's defense fell apart in the second half of that game. Uh, some people in leagues that I'm seeing have picked them up, Joe. A lot of, uh, especially these leagues where you own two quarterbacks or even these super flex leagues. So I, I, I suppose we have to quantify this a little bit. Uh, but where would you trust Gardner Minshew if you were to use him this week? Um, well, this would be a, a spot where, I really am desperate for a second quarterback and a super flex and a deep one. Uh, I don't know. I don't trust him. I don't. I think that's okay. more of an indictment of how bad Kansas City is on defense. And I'm just going to keep pounding that table for the next 16 weeks. And it's it's going to be fine. They're going to outscore most teams. There's going to be a couple weeks where they don't. And that'll be the problem. But uh, I like Minshew's look. I think he looks kind of cool. He's got that whole like, you know, I'm kind of a, you know, I got that mustachioed whatever dude that, uh, you know, and he's got pictures of him with the WWE belt, which I kind of like. I like all my wrestling football dudes, mm-hmm. but I, I can't trust him. Do you trust Minshew? You probably seen more of him um, than I have. Super flex league for sure. Super oh, for flex sure. League. Really? Okay. Oh yeah. Two quarterback league. Oh, well, I mean, think about it. If you're playing in a 14 team league and it's super flex. I mean, there's 28 quarterbacks. Well, in a 14 team super flex. Yeah, that's that. That's okay. desperation. All right, well, well, you know, we're, well, we're, you know, kind of breaking it down where you would trust him. So <laughs> okay. a 14 team super flex league, I would play him as an example. I would probably play him over Eli Manning in a super flex league. I think that that would be fair. Um, I mean, would, I mean, Mitch Trubisky, would I play him over? I may, man. I may. I, I don't know. I'm kind of low on Trubisky after song, seeing what I saw last week. But either way, that's the borderline for me. He's probably the 27th or 28th option in fantasy, but that makes him in a super flex league startable. The other thing that I would do is if I was in a deeper league, I would just pick him up and see. Okay. I mean, what happens? You have nothing to lose if this guy throws for 300 yards this week. Cut somebody who's been cut if you have somebody on your roster. All right, uh, Kansas City is going to lose Tyreek Hill, so our final player here in the Truster Bust is Miko Hardman, who there are reports, oh, that he's going to split carries oh, or split uh, wide receiver targets. Sure, yeah, I'll just believe everything again that everyone says out there. Uh, I don't know, Joe. What do you got here on Hardman? Is he a starter in a flex league? Is he a starter in a 15-team league with DFS possibility? Uh, he's got a lot of speed, I know that, but... Is this the Sammy Watkins show again this week with a little Kelsey, or do you mix Mikol Hardman in that? I think that uh, Mikol Hardman, and we'll get to this in the next uh, part of the show later on about DFS, that I think Mikol Hardman is going to be highly owned and useful because I think he's a good return on investment in terms of what you have to spend for him. Now, in week-to-week situations where you're going head-to-head, I think it's more of a deeper league play. I think it's one of those guys that you can maybe still pick up. Like maybe waivers ran and everybody was paying attention and sorting all the who had the best week and people didn't realize Nicole Hardman was even out on the waiver wire. I guarantee you there's a lot of those leagues still happening. So you can go pick him up for nothing right now. I think you go do that. Um, but I think the starting him this week against Oakland certainly has upside, but you have to look at your roster and say, how much floor do I have for points? 
And can I take a potential four <laughs> points of performance? Because because there is that potential. Right. There's a potential for four. There's also potential for 24 with Miko Hardman because he's that kind of a talent. He's kind of like a young Tyreek Hill, very explosive, very fast. I do think they're going to get him the ball, and I do think that he's going to have some moments there in that game. So I think if you're in a two-flex league where you're playing more than one flex spot, I definitely think he's in play. And the deeper leagues, yes, as well, over 14 and over. Okay, we're going to have to wait to the weekend to see if Joe Mixon plays. This is not trust or bust. This is just us you know, kind of going back to a topic that we wanted to mention here. Looks like he's a little bit iffy for the weekend, Joe. And, and I would hate to think that Mixon goes back to what he was two years ago on that awful Bengals offense. Uh, but last year he looked really good. I suppose this is just like a wait and see deal going into the weekend. And if not, your uh, your best friend Giovanni Bernard has a chance to play this week, right? <laughs> yeah, he's still around. He's still in the league. He outlasted, <laughs> out, outlasted your guy, uh, Jeremy Hill. Not by much, but he's, he's still there. Yeah. Big time. Oh, man, that was a fun argument that day. Uh, and look, we we're both wrong. How nice. <laughs> Did yeah, we look back on that suck. one? Yep. Uh, Joe Mixon. Yeah, this is a tough one, man. This is, you know... I love Joe Mixon. I'm a big fan of him, a big fan of the talent. You just got to hope for the best and keep monitoring the situation. Make sure you have options and make sure that if you're playing Mixon, you put him in your flex spot right now in your lineup so you can wait as long as you can to see what's going on. Please don't forget to do stupid little things like that where you're just waiting and waiting. You don't realize you left him in RB and now you can't sub him out for you know Christian Kirk or sub him out for some other wide receiver on your bench in a flex spot. So please move him to your flex while you wait for more updates. That's the best advice I can give you. Yep, and some really good advice, of course. Uh, look, uh, the Bengals are one of those teams in fantasy that after last week, some people feel a little bit differently about them. Maybe that their offense is going to be okay. Maybe Andy Dalton is serviceable, but I think we're clearly a long way away from uh, getting that all figured out for sure. Uh, we're going to have our DFS Blitz coming up, coming up here in about a couple of minutes from now as we review all of the potential options that you can go through this weekend and hopefully make some money for you. I'm going to have to do the same thing. And as I mentioned, my uh, pseudo DFS salary cap league that I play in and uh, Dale Swam, who is the oh, man. bench coach. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's the bench coach for the uh, Royals. This is his league. So uh, I'm up against a lot of those guys. Last year, I want to say I uh, paid 500 and won one week and got my money back, but overall I was horrible. And the year before I won twice, so made 500 bucks, but I also overall was horrible. So this year I'm trying to not win any weeks, but be good overall and try and try and win some money in this thing because it's very expensive. So hopefully I'll end up doing well. I'll give my, uh, my final picks. Uh, I'll review those on Monday. until you ended. I'm, you have to make, you may have to take this over for me, Joe, honestly, because I'm just not good at this. Uh, hey, let's do it. I'm, I'm in, not, baby. Let's do it. Not, not faring well. Uh, the last week I was okay, but believe it or not, the one guy I used last week, you'd be shocked, Winston. Like an idiot. Like an idiot. <laughs> I bought the Kool-Aid. I'm like, I don't have Winston anywhere. Yeah, no well, exposure. That's a lesson to you, and we all get this lesson where trust your instincts because if you're doing this like we're doing this sometimes you overthink or sometimes you listen to too many other analysts or whatever if you if you have good gut instincts and you've done the work trust it we'll take a quick time out we'll have the dfs blitz next Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. 
Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. Full-time fantasy. We did see Chris Thompson last week. Seven receptions for 68 yards. And we did get someone call earlier about starting him. I, I still don't feel great, uh, depending on what your options are, because, you know, if he's not involved in the passing game or if this game's close and they feed Peterson, then Thompson has a very low floor because he's not assured of getting anything on the ground. Weekdays, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. The DFS Blitz. What's your assignment? Kill the quarterback. That's what we call a sack lunch. Welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today, and this is the DFS Blitz. For those of you who are trying to make some money on DraftKings or FanDuel or wherever you play your DFS game, Joe is going to weigh in on uh, some of those picks. Now, as we talked about earlier in the show... Uh, I have been having trouble with with DFS. I just looked, and there are 86 teams in the league that I'm playing in where you have to pick a different player each week, although if you uh, lock a guy in at his salary, and it is on fan tracks, by the way, and if you lock a guy in on his salary, you get to keep that for the following week no matter what happens. But unfortunately, Joe, I'm 76th out of 86. So certainly I could use some good information and some good tips for this week. So what do you got? All right. Well, look, let's start position by position. And I, I got to be honest with you. There's only two quarterbacks that I really love this week. Well, maybe three if you want to throw Lamar Jackson back in there, too. But I don't always like to go to the top of the board a quarterback. But this week I'm going to. I'm going to and I'm going to even in tournaments. I'm going to have shares of Patrick Mahomes. And I just believe this is going to be an absolute obliteration of the Raiders defense. They just lost John Abram. Uh, who is the young safety they drafted, who I think at least the very least gave a little bit of an intimidation factor. A guy who likes to hit hard, whether or not you think he covers well, that's different. Right. But having another guy out there now out of that safety, this is just bad news. So it's going to be a lot of chiefs, a lot of stacks, but going first with the quarterback position, I think you're going to see a lot of Mahomes, and that means a lot of walk-ins too, again. And sometimes there's that temptation of, oh, you know, I don't want to go back to that walk-ins well again because – he was so good last week. It can't possibly happen two weeks in a row, but guess what? It can. And I think it's going to, and I think you have to be aware of that. Miko Hardman is just $4,700 and he's going to be super, super popular. And I don't think it's necessarily wrong. Uh, 47, he's a great lineup builder. He's going to be very tournament friendly. Everybody's going to want to get involved in that and see what it is. So if you're playing multi-entry, I think having some shares of him makes a lot of sense. Uh, continuing on with that stack too, it's hard not to want Kelsey as well, but I'm going to fade both the running backs in this scenario because I do believe that Derek Carr can, after we saw last week, we saw Gardner Minshew uh, throw against the Chiefs. I certainly believe that Derek Carr can throw against the Chiefs, so I do expect them to keep enough pace, and that's why I think it'll keep Mahomes aggressive in the passing game as opposed to trying to figure out the timeshare of McCoy and Williams and that's kind of like throwing, you know, everything up in the air and seeing what lands. And I'm not into that when it comes to DFS. Uh, in terms of other stacks that we're looking at, too, I think you go back to the Steelers. I really do. I think the Steelers are a team that people are sour on. That's going to keep ownership down. I think that's a positive. I would go back to Roethlisberger. I would go back to Juju. I would go back to Connor. 
In fact, sometimes you can play all three of those guys on a very, very successful day, especially in cash. So I would certainly look for those three. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to be on the Pats this week, and they're going to see the total and see all that stuff. I just want to pump the brakes a little bit. Mm. Not to say that they can't be outstanding, but the Patriots are the kind of team that they might run up the score just by accident, but they might just start taking guys out of this game and start kind of just dialing back and all that because they want to stay healthy because they have their eyes set on something else. They don't, they're not like the Ravens where they have a lot to prove where the young quarterback wants to go out there. We're like, I got to learn to prove it. No, they don't care. Bill Belichick has nothing to prove. He has six Super Bowl rings. Well, eight really technically. So just keep that in mind. So, there might be some questions about how much Sony Michelle does get in garbage time. There might be some questions of how does all of this work in the one piece I do like a lot is Josh Gordon, just because I think he's a matchup nightmare for them, whether Brown plays or not. So that's where I'm looking at. And last but not least in terms of just stack situations, the Rams and saints is going to be a, a bloodbath of a game. Right. Uh, I don't I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's the one we're getting to. And this might surprise people, but I, you know, Drew Brees in this game on the road last year averaged 217 yards. I don't like that average. I just don't like it. But Alvin Kamara on the road last year was brilliant. So this is a week where if you're going to pay up for a running back, I think Kamara is the guy to pay up for as opposed to anyone else on the board, especially with McCaffrey not in the game on the Thursday night. So I'm curious, what's your take when you're looking at um, the, the, uh, the Rams in terms of the matchups here with uh, New Orleans and this, obviously we know Woods is a very, very solid guy. The floor is always there, but are you looking for a little bit of boom with cooks or a little bit of uh, Cooper cup to get involved I, I, this week? Yeah. I think the two, the two games that I would have the most exposure to are the game that you just mentioned with some of the, uh, the non-primary guys. I think I may go Higby at tight end. I may go Goff at quarterback. Uh, what I really want to do also is I definitely want to have exposure to the night game, the um, the, the Philly Atlanta game. I, I think that game too. I don't trust either of those defenses, Joe. So I think Julio Jones is definitely in play for me, without a doubt. Um, if if it's a two quarterback league, I probably would use Carson Wentz. Um, so I I think that. If you can figure out which players from that game are usable, I think that that would be the secondary game, too. So those would be the two primary ones that I have. And I don't think it's a huge surprise for me that what I tend to do is I tend to look at the Las Vegas totals. But again, I have not had a lot of success doing this over the last couple of years, and it doesn't always work out that way. Those are the two highest totals on the board. If I'm not mistaken, the third highest total is the Chargers-Lions game, but there's just so many injuries on the Chargers side of the ball. And, and, and of course, Gordon not playing. I don't really know which way to go there either. I think that's a trap. And I think people looking then for the one-offs there, if you're going to go to a Travis Benjamin or something like that, yeah, maybe you get lucky. But that is only a multi-entry GPP kind of play. It's not something you want to do in cash. It's not something in single entry. I think you want to do either. Miko Hardman in single entry, that's the kind of flyer I'm going to take because – of the kind of offense we're talking about. And I do believe that they were very pleased with what they saw out of him in preseason, a lot of positive things. He was just kind of behind on the depth chart. And it wasn't a guy that they game planned for against the Jaguars. And I think that's a big difference going back to, you know, the, the chiefs for a second too, is don't forget the Raiders in this game, because what did I say before? What I say every week, the Chiefs defense is not good. So I think Tyrell Williams, I think Waller, I think Jacobs, having the other part of this game is very smart to getting involved in both sides of this, and this is what you want. And that's the other fear that I have in that Pats game is, you know, that defense is so good for the Patriots that what what are you worried about? Like, what's, what's the expectation for point total for you for the Dolphins this week? Like, what do you think they put up? Three, ten? Um, oh, no, more than that. More than okay. that. Okay. Yeah, no, I think really I, against this defense, this defense yeah, is very yeah. good. No, no, I think I think the Dolphins. I would say, I mean, I don't know what the, you know what I probably should have looked at their their total. I would say sixteen, seventeen points would be my guess for them this week. Okay, so you listen, think that listen, their their defense showed absolutely nothing, Joe, last week? So if that plays out indeed again. Uh, I think that they'll have more of an opportunity to score at home against New England. I, I just, 
I, I can't see as bad as the Dolphins are, Joe, from them going in a week-in, week-out basis from scoring three to ten points. They did get a late touchdown. I believe it was to – was it Devontae Parker that scored that touchdown for Miami? I can't remember now. I'd have to go back and look. I think I it, was. it was such a blur. All I, all I saw was Lamar Jackson. I think That's it was 59-3, to three, or it was 49-3 to three at one point. The Dolphins scored to make it 49-10, and then uh, Baltimore tacked on a couple more with, with RG3. Uh, it's not an indictment at all on New England. If New England wins thirty-one seventeen, is that bad? Like I, that's no, kind of the way I see it. Yeah, it's not. But I think I guess a lot of people are looking at it. if you held the Steelers to three, oh, ah, then are you going to shut man. out the you Dolphins? You know better than that. You know better than that. There's a week. I do, week, and my man. concern is always Brady in the heat. Brady just never plays well in the heat, and it's a real thing. Now he's going to still score points against this team. I'm just, this is the game that I see a lot of people already sending me screenshots. What do you think of this? What do you think of this? And it's just huge Patriot stacks. And I'm like, I don't know, man, I think I'd rather be involved with golf and the Rams. I think I'd rather be involved with the the chiefs. If I'm going to pay up this week for a chalky stack, those are the ones where I think the Patriots might be just a hair of a trap. And I think that's something to keep in mind. Uh, Looking forward to some of the positions too. Uh, looking at value, especially on the FanDuel side here, you've got on Johnson on a bounce back, I think, against the Chargers. You saw how good Marlon Mack was last week. Yeah. 6600 for on Johnson, an all-purpose kind of back, I think, is a really good price for him. Very user-friendly. I think Aaron Jones bouncing back, too, at just 6400 at home. I think this offense will be better, and I think there'll be an opportunity here for Aaron Jones to be, you know, look, he was very good last year in terms of scoring touchdowns at the end. I think you take this Bears game, you take the early game, you take all the stuff, you kind of just throw it out the window, and things get back to normal. And I think the good news is there's that overreaction now, people not on Aaron Jones at all after that first week, and I think this is nothing but opportunity. How do you feel about Jones and the Green Bay uh, Packers against the Vikings in division tough rivalry game this week. I think the Vikings win. Mm. I, I think I think the Vikings are really good. I think they figured it out that putting the putting the ball in Cousins' hands thirty five times is not the way to go. I think Cook will be able to run against Green Bay, and I think the Vikings win. That's it. All right. Yeah. yeah. I, I look. It would not shock you. Didn't they take them to the brink last year? Was that the tie? No, it wasn't a tie. It was like a. Wasn't the, Vikings weird were, the Vikings were a very disappointing team last year. They, yeah, I but they, I, I thought, thought last year in Green Bay, wasn't there a finish to that game where it just like they, they were in the lead or they caught it? Wasn't it close at the very, very end in Green Bay? I feel like a, I don't think I'm mixing my years. I think it was last Maybe. year where that happened. Yeah, uh, I have to go back and check it out. Unfortunately, I don't recall. Before we do uh, exit velocity, uh, give me your most important uh, player that you added off the waiver wire this week in all of your leagues. Maybe there's more than one, but I don't give me the guy that you added the most is that a fair question and yeah um i most was hollywood brown which uh, i'm just going to take the shot and see what happens because i like explosive players and if he is deshaun jackson again the new version i'm fine with that as a pickup off the waiver i know that works let me play the matchups yeah uh in my leagues all of them were uh, were most dirt and the only one uh was last night that ran i had the third waiver we still do a silly waiver system instead of fat budget so uh, I got McLaurin, and and I, you know why? And I ended up this morning picking up Mostert. He wasn't even uh, added on the waivers. I don't know why that happened, but he wasn't added. I woke up at six in the morning, to get my kids ready, and I look, and I'm like, ah, oh, Mostert's still out there. So I picked him up too. I cut Paul Richardson, right? Any reason to own Paul Richardson? No, no, no I don't think yeah. so. I cut Jacoby Myers. Was the other one? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's there, good. It's good. Any that. reason nope. to own him at this point? Nope. Probably not. Too. So I, I added him so. too. Yeah, I, I really what I what I, my plan was is because I've added Mostert everywhere and added McLaurin nowhere. So I'm like, let me have at least one league where I end up getting this guy because I do believe mm-hmm. in my. I, I don't think it was just one week, but uh, look, I mean, you can't judge it this week. McLaurin could put a zero up, but then week three we'll figure it out. It's like yeah. when uh, when you get three weeks into the season, I think you get a better idea. The overreactions come in week one. The pullback is to week two. Then the reality, I think, comes in week three. All right, we'll take a quick time out. Here on Fantasy Sports Today, coming up next, it's time we end the show with a little bit of exit velocity. And just a reminder, for those of you who are listening to the show on tomorrow's program, I'll be on the air with Jamie Eisenberg from CBS Sports. We touch on all of the hot topics in fantasy, and former big league pitcher Brad Ziegler makes his Friday appearance, as always, here on the show. Also, don't forget to like and subscribe to our show whether you listen to it on iTunes, Google Play, or Android. I know more and more are, of you guys are doing that every single week. 
And uh, remember, the show will get sent to you if you subscribe to it. I know that may sound elementary for those of you who already listen to podcasts, but we have new listeners listening live every single day. All you have to do is subscribe to Fantasy Sports Today. Monday through Thursday, you hear Joe and I. On Fridays, it's Brad Ziegler and Jamie Eisenberg. And we have you covered all throughout the fantasy football season. And certainly, as we get into the baseball playoffs, Joe and I will kick in some baseball conversation as well when we get closer to that. Uh, Exit Velocity is next. Full-time fantasy coming up at the top of the hour. Craig Mish along with Joe Pizzapia here on Fantasy Sports Today. Don't go away. Michael David from Seattle. I'm 51 years old, and six months ago, I started taking Andro 400 to increase my testosterone. Since then, I've lost 35 pounds of fat, and my waist went from size 38 to size 32. I have more energy, and I look and feel 20 years younger, and now my wife tells me I have to take Andro 400. Hi, this is Ron Johnson from Utah. After 10 weeks of taking Andro 400, I lost 13 pounds, and my waist went from 36 to 33. That was eight years ago. I continue to take Andro 400, and I've maintained my weight at 172. Gained muscle and energy. I'm 63 now and feel better than I have in 30 years. Andro 400, the natural way to increase testosterone, lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great. Try Andro 400, the safe, effective, affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call resort release today and learn for free how their timeshare exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract they've helped thousands of people and they're a plus rated with a bbb so if you feel scammed get mad and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now guaranteed call n-o-w 800-804-7060 800-804-7060 800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631, 800-961-3631, 800-961-3631, Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Joe Pizzapia. And here we go with a little exit velocity to end the show. It's the hot take of the day. It's sometimes an unpopular take of the day. And you guys have been hearing way too much of me doing a little exit velocity. So let's turn it over to Professor Joe Pizapia as he's got his exit velocity take for the day. Joe. I feel the need. The need for speed. Exit velocity. Velocity. All right, so this exit velocity is on bullies, okay? Because apparently a kid who uh, did not have a jersey uh, made a homemade jersey up for the University of Tennessee, wore it to school, and got made fun of. And uh, you know what happened there? I guess the picture went viral, and uh, University of Tennessee did a great job. They sent the kid a huge pack of stuff, 
and his little homemade jersey that he made up with the little U and the T on it in his little letters that he made up all himself and put on his T-shirt with a piece of paper and some tape. They took that shirt and then printed it on their own. And guess what? They sold out in less than an hour and everybody's going to be wearing them at the next game. So take that, bullies. You know, there you go. University of Tennessee, good job by you. Yeah, good job by them doing that. Unfortunately, Joe, they're 0-2 and look like they've uh, taken college football back in the SEC 20 years. Well, they need some good favor. So My gosh, my gosh. What in the world has happened to Tennessee? The old Peyton Manning, T. Martin championships and Jamal Lewis running the ball. Man, volunteers have had a rough, rough time. But that is a great story, no doubt about that. And we want to share good stories with you guys here on this show. Here's another good story. Full-time fantasy. They're coming your way. In about five minutes from now, and Adam Rodas, Dr. Roto, going to take you all the way up until 4 o'clock Eastern. Thanks again to John Lobb for coming on the program, talking college football. Thanks also again to our producer, Sean Guastamacchia. I'll be on with him later today at around uh, 4 o'clock Eastern or so as we uh, break down some DFS and also some bets for the weekend. For my co-host, Joe Pizapia, I am Craig Mish. Talk to you tomorrow at noon Eastern. Have a great day, everybody. Enjoy the football game tonight. See ya.